Do you want a sneak peek in our business to see exactly how we coach our clients? If so, this is for you. Myself and our director of operations, Bella, are gonna walk you through in about 30 minutes exactly how we help our clients move from where they are to where they wanna go. We're gonna share the nuances of how we coach our clients, how we approach accountability, how we approach keeping you know hundreds of clients at the same time on track, moving forward and getting great results. And again, doesn't matter where your business is at, but I'm sure there are some nuances from what we're doing that can really help you out. Now, just for you know context, this was shared with our clients only at a very special events recently. It's never been shared publicly because again, we're pulling the kimono back and sharing exactly some of the very detailed secrets we use in our business that has helped us move more than 1,300 clients to growing their businesses online and helping them generate more than $217 million in revenue. So if you want to see what we're doing at the high level, and again, we're never perfect, right? We're always improving. And depending on when you're watching this, there might be some improvements even from this video. So anyways, without any further ado, with that said, let's dive into the training, pen and paper, take down some notes, and let's do this. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kim, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. All right, so now let's get into how to coach clients online. This is obviously one of the most important, like as, as I've said, guys, like there's two things that we do with HVA. Number one is we help you build the sales and marketing engine to bring people in. But the second piece is how you actually coach them, how you deliver on the back end, which is huge, hugely important, especially if you don't want to be burnt out. Because what happens if you bring in 20 clients tomorrow and you're doing one-on-one trading time for money? You know, like I'm sure you could deal with it for a little bit, but eventually it's going to be like, I can't, I can't do this. And entrepreneurs and humans will not move into pain. So let's say you have no delivery system. You're not going to crank up the front end because the more people you bring in, the more pain that's going to create for you. So we want to help you solve that. So Bella, let's do this. Uh, you got some notes. I completely forgot about what we talked about. I'm sure it'll all come back. Let's do this. So when we're talking about coaching clients online, there's a couple of things that you definitely want to do to make sure that it's all possible in general, right? And the first thing is identifying a single target market. Yuri, maybe you can just, you know, give us the highlights for why from a marketing perspective, it's really important to do this. Yeah. So we've talked about the marketing because the message is going to speak to those specific people, right? We we all get that. But I think the bigger reason why it's important to, to focus on a single target market, guys, is for the delivery side, right? Let's say you have the marketing side dialed in, awesome. But the challenge with a lot of the healthcare model, let's say in a, in a clinical setting, is you can help everyone, right? So a person comes in, word of mouth, referral, people walk by the front door, they're like, oh, cool, natural tops, chiropractor, I'm going to come in to get some treatment. The challenge with that is everyone is different. And as a result of that, you have to treat them differently every single time, for the most part. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like seeing the individual, like that's very important. But from a delivery perspective, it's a heck of a lot easier if everyone that comes into your business has the same problem and wants the same outcome. Because now, although there may be some individual differences, they're all moving in the same direction and they're all following the same plan. So let's say that you had your pipeline dialed in and and somehow, actually, let's even put the pipeline aside for a second. Let's say that you, you let a friend know, hey, uh, I know you've got a big following. Could you send some people my way? And they're like, okay, I'll do that. Which would never happen, but let's just assume it did. And they sent you like 30 clients. But the thing you forgot to tell them was, oh man, like I really appreciate you sending me 30 clients, but now I've got 30 clients for dealing with like weight loss, acne, back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, 
relationship issues, everyone's different. And now they've just given you this massive weight on your shoulders and you're like, oh shit, not fun. Okay. Let's look at the plan B option here is same scenario. Person's amazing and they're willing to send you 30 people. But with one saying, you said, hey, um, I'm looking for 30 people with back pain. Do you know 30 people with back pain? Like, yeah, for sure. I've got a list of 10,000. I'm happy to send them to you. And now if 30 people that pay you money to help them with back pain, and there's a couple specifications like no herniations or whatever else you want in there. And now all of them come in and you're like, great all of you guys are going to start doing this. And then here's the next step. And then the next step and the next step. And you just, again, you have your content built out, your online material that they go through in a very linear fashion. So with the content, on top of that, you brought 30 people together. So you built the community. And then on top of that is where you layer in the coaching and the accountability, which doesn't necessarily have to be one-on-one. And now you've created a really nice streamlined process where you've detached your time from the outcome your clients get. And it's very important to understand that it's very challenging to do that if you're trying to serve all sorts of different target markets. Yeah, because from a marketing perspective, if your message isn't dialed in, it just becomes too wide and no one resonates. You know, you're saying, hey, who wants help with something? And nobody knows what you're talking about. And then from the delivery perspective, if you're not dialed in and talking to one specific problem, then it's just impossible to scale. Everybody's doing different things and you're not going to have that cohesive kind of container that comes from the group. And I I do want to mention one thing because I know like we have clients that do focus a bit more on the one-on-one and and that's completely fine. Like we're not here to tell you you can't do that stuff. Like it's 100% your choice, but I still want you to think about even if I were to work one-on-one with people and like, you know, I have to because, you know, it's more of a relational type of thing and everyone's a little bit different. You should still understand how to extract your process so that they can still go through some degree of work on their own that doesn't require you to jump on Zoom or on the phone with them. And that's, that's the, I, I really want you to get that if, in, if not anything else. It's like, understand that you have a process that you walk people through. And even if people are a little bit different, the process at a high level is probably still the same. And then when you have conversations with them, there's obviously, you know, individual discussions that are different. But if you can extract what that process looks like so they can move through it at their own pace or with your guidance, that's the key to creating a lot more freedom in your coaching. Yeah. And just on like a personal level too, then you're not just trying to reinvent it every time you talk to someone, you know, you have your system and you're just finding your place in it and moving people through it. So you get to become more of an expert at what you do. And that's another thing I want to talk about is domain expertise. It's like, you know, I know there's been a lot of like imposter syndrome is like a big word lately that a lot of people said like, oh yeah, I feel that way. Or there's nervousness of not wanting to put yourself out there. You're never going to know everything there is to know about something. Like you don't just get to this point where you're like, okay, cool. Like now I know everything there is to know about joint pain or something. It's like as an expert in your field, you just have to be so committed and connected to it that you're always ahead of your clients and they trust you to be at the top of your game and caring about it. So that way, when you commit to one thing, you know, then you get to live it and breathe it and love being committed to it and love having that connection to serving your clients at this deep level. And it creates a bond, it creates trust so that they're looking to you for support and that you can be laser focused and you know that you'll be on top of it. Whereas when you're a generalist, it's very hard to be the best at everything and know how to treat everything. So you get to go deeper. You know, it's not that it's like, oh, what about the people that I won't help? It's how, what about the people that I'm going to help on such a deep level that, you know, it's really going to make a difference. So uh, just this morning, um, Amy chipped our counter, uh, putting a plate away a couple of days ago. We're in the process of selling our house, so that's not the best thing. So she found this guy online. His name is 
the stone doctor. I'm like, that is amazing. So he only specializes in countertops. So do you think we're going to call a general contractor or the stone doctor? Stone doctor, right? So it's just, that just came to mind as a metric. Yeah. And that kind of plays into this idea of like transaction versus transformation, right? You're selling results. Like you're not just selling a course. Like, you know, people know what they're getting when they call the stone doctor. <laughs> it's like not the stone. You're, you're already buying into the result is that they're going to fix your stone countertop. Yeah. Um, but like from a coaching and a delivery perspective, again, and we've had people who they they apply these same principles to their general practice, but they realize it's like, oh, well, you know, half of my patients are menopausal women. So I'm going to create an online portal. We're going to deliver them this lifestyle information that I just don't have the time to discuss in person. So we've had people that cut down their 60 minute appointments down to like 10 minutes and then they give their clients homework, right? But then they have those touch points, whether you do this in person, online, however you serve your clients, you know, look at it as it being results that you're selling results. You're not just selling a course because people can quit a course. Coaches are there to help you when you're challenged, to see where you're at in the process, to identify those gaps and kind of push you through. I want to bring up a conversation I had at lunch. And the question was, I'm a medical doctor with a functional medicine designation, and I'm licensed to practice in a couple of states, but not others. And that's a very common question that we've had asked, um, especially since COVID, as a lot of practitioners started coming online. And there was this fear around, well, my governing board doesn't allow me to do stuff, right? So the the thing to remember is, let's say that, and just as a reminder, Amelia is a medical doctor, but she's not pra- she's not practicing or playing a medical doctor on TV, right? So she's not practicing medicine through her online business. She's essentially acting as a health consultant, a health coach, etc. So the prescription, the prescribing of meds, that's like that's off the table. So if you have that type of designation or DC, ND, whatever, like the simplest way, and again, I'm not giving you legal advice, is literally just kind of take off that hat and act as a health consultant. And maybe there's a couple of parameters that are just, you know, left off the table. But again, like, you know, do your best not to allow the designation to determine your destiny because a lot of times it's very confining and it holds you back. Where there's other people with the same designation who are like, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna do this anyways because it's gonna help more people and you're not gonna get in trouble if you're doing things, you know, along along the book. Um, or according to the book. But even then, so let's say that you wanted to practice within the confines of your designation and you could only practice in one state. So in, in this case, it was like, let's say California. You know, like California is like one of the top 10 economies in the world. It's got more people in like in the state than Canada does in our country. So even if you couldn't advertise outside of California, you're still, you need 10 lifetimes to serve all the people you could serve in California. So don't ever let the borders like the state borders, provincial borders, if you're in Canada. I know I've spoken to you, Susie, about this. Like Ontario is a big province. There's millions of people here, as an example. So all of the little logistical things, that stuff isn't important. I mean, it's obviously it's good to know it's, you know, it's important to dot your I's, cross your T's, but never let that stuff hold you back from serving people because um, I've seen it happen a few too many times and it, it's just not worth it. So just understand that there's always a way to help people virtually. And I just wanted to bring up that kind of jurisdictional thing. Mm-hmm, totally. Quick little break in the show for you. Are you in our Health Runner Hub Facebook group? If not, I want to hook you up. I share some amazing resources in there, including free reports, videos, trainings, obviously more connection to me. And we have thousands of other health professionals and coaches who are in that group actively seeking to grow their business online. If you'd like to join us, let me hook you up with a link. It's healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash hub. That's forward slash H-U-B. Once again, that's healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash hub. Go there now, join the group, And when you're in there, just drop me a little note to welcome yourself, let us know what you're up to, 
And I look forward to seeing you inside, connecting with you a little more personally. And once again, that's healthpartnergroup.com forward slash hub. Now let's get back to the show. Another thing I wanted to talk about is the importance of measurement. Um, so Yuri is like fantastically maniacal about collecting data and using it as a tool to serve our clients at a higher level. Um, I want to share something that we did earlier this year with you guys, and it's pretty amazing how this all went down. So we started tracking, I think maybe actually more than a year ago, how long it took for people from when the day they come into HVA to submit to get their tech built, and then how long it takes from them to launch, which means push and go on your first Facebook ad. And we saw it was taking people a really long time. So we wanted to make sure that people could win faster. And just by setting the right frame and setting goals like really, really clearly and asking the right questions the right amount of time, we were able to see both of the time period be cut in half in a matter of just a couple months. So it, you know, it used to take people an average of like six months to launch. And now it's down to between two and three, simply because we're setting goals. And um, there's one question we added, like when people submit for their tech build, we were just kind of like, okay, cool, let's see when they launch. And we're just letting it go. But by saying, hey, what day this week are you guys launching? People would say, oh, Tuesday. And then once they say it, they commit to it. And then once you commit to it, then you're pushing to make it happen. So think about this with your clients of like, what kind of positive questions about them doing the exercise or watching the training or, you know, what is your goal for the week? And, you know, how how many outlet leaders of water each day or whatever, even if they already know the answer to it, just because they said it to you, they're about a thousand times more likely to do it. So that's the power of coaching. And that's what's so cool about this online community is like, they don't, you don't have to have people come and talk to you every single day to support them. You can use something like a Facebook group or like a tech service or email or whatever to help people make massive differences in their lives. And with that is think about, you know, if it's applicable, like think about your own scorecard for your clients, right? So weight is obviously pretty easy. Like, oh, you're 10 pounds lighter now than when you started. That's easy. But for those of you who are dealing with like symptomatic type of things like energy or pain, et cetera, create your own assessment tool, right? And when people start with you, give them, you know, whatever the couple questions are on a scale of one to 10, where do you find yourself on average with this one thing? Let's call it an eight. All right, great. And every week or every two weeks, whatever you check in with them, you can use the same type of scoring system. So symptomatically, they are reporting and they are seeing their progress. So what happens is let's say that, you know, you're selling anti-fatigue, right? So like people are tired or whatever, and they're going to have more energy. So on a scale of one to 10, like how higher do you feel on a daily basis? 10 being I'm exhausted, I want to sleep all day. Zero being like, I feel amazing. If they start up at nine, and by the end of, let's say, two months together, they're at like a one, I feel terrific. And let's say you have 10 clients that go through that program with you in, you know, in that time frame. You, you can compile the data and you can say, on average, 85% of our clients go from feeling exhausted, a nine out of 10, to feeling completely energized by eight weeks. And it becomes very powerful because not only is it good for the client to see that, they can see their progress, but it also becomes a really great asset to your marketing because now it's giving the market social proof to say, wow, there's actually data being collected here. That's going to give them reassurance with respect to their decision to work with you. And it gives you a very like honest like a way to measure whether you're being successful with your whole purpose of being in business. And so, you know, you need to know your why. You need to know why it's important for your clients to get results. And that is the one driver that should propel you to constantly be innovating and making adjustments and thinking about ways to improve everything, especially delivery. Um, for us, it's how many of our clients are winning. 
we we just we we that like more than like how much money did we make or anything we're always tracking how much success you guys are having and that's what drives our decisions when we make our projects our goals or object uh, uh, objectives our hiring scheduling like any changes are all based on that of winning bigger and winning faster so when you're obsessed with your clients results it, it not only does it kind of gamify it you know and it makes it like a, oh cool how can we up our score you know, but it, again, it's changing lives and it's all obviously going to organically grow your business because when your clients are winning more, you're going to feel better and you're going to have that social proof and you're going to be able to apply it to marketing and they're going to tell their friends and everything just works in this like synergistic way to make it more positive when your clients get really good results. Yeah. And like, that's a perfect example of how HBA has improved over time. It started off years ago as a two day in-person workshop. Can you imagine like how much different it is now? It's like, it's not even the same species. And like with Nurture, the new module we're releasing for you guys in about 10 days, that came out of conversations that we always have as a team. Like every week we're talking about this stuff. Like we see where, and this is why it's so valuable to have close contact with you guys and for you guys to have close contact with your clients because you see where people get stuck. You see where, you know, things can be made better. You know, we, we've talked about this a lot about how a lot of the people that are going to work with you are going to come down the road. So it's like, great. Well, I think it would make sense for us to add a really comprehensive module for you guys to make that really structured so you can build that into your business. And that's what we do, right? So we always look at, again, without going horizontally and doing, oh, I think you'd be amazing if you guys started your Instagram and amazing if you started a podcast. Don't worry, we're not going to go like that horizontal, but within the context of what we're doing, how we can make it easier, how we can make it more effective for you guys. And it's a lot of fun, right? Because for me, my previous business was like way too horizontal, like hundreds of products. So I use my creativity horizontally with this, we're using our creativity vertically. So we continue to make it better and better and better. And for me, as like the product guy, I get to use that innovation to make it better for you guys. But I can only do that with your feedback. So it's the, it's a beautiful thing when you can work closely with your clients because you're having conversations every day. You're seeing the data. You're seeing where people are. And that's how you make your program better. So always remember that, you know, version 1.0, it's always going to be good enough because we still had clients who did the two-day workshop who got amazing results. But, you know, the program is so much better now. And, and just like your program is what it is now, it's going to be better in six to 12 months from now. It should be. It doesn't have to be huge overalls, but little things. And it's, that's an enjoyable process to go through because, you know, it's going to, it's just, it's better for your clients at the end of the day, right? Client success and product development really go hand in hand. And I think just being aware that it's going to evolve and not being attached to it being perfect is really important. So, you know, you don't need a program to start. If you've coached clients one-on-one -on -one and you know how to get them results, you're just going to apply touch points that provide support and accountability. And you're going to kind of extract the systems from your head of what you do and then adapt them based on the feedback from your group to make sure that you're moving people along in a way that you all feel really, really good about. And there's a lot of people who have come through like from the get-go and said, like, I don't think this is going to work. I'm really nervous about moving to the group coaching model. And now they're getting better results than ever for their clients. Um, I was talking to Dr. Bill Cole about this the other day. He was saying, it still blows my mind how much better results for getting people and it takes us about a quarter of the amount of time as it used to do and we're not doing labs and we're not doing this and we're not doing that but you know you're able to provide a higher level of service especially from the online space so yeah you know, I think we'll bring it all together it was around we wanted to touch on group coaching being better because <laughs> well I think it's it forces innovation 
right? I think it's very easy to kind of sit back on your laurels and just talk to someone and give them advice when you're doing one-on-one coaching. And it, I, th- I think it actually creates a little bit of laziness. So I love asking constraining questions as an example. So how would I get, how would I help someone get a better result if I never had a one-on-one conversation? If you ask yourself that question, like you start to think of different possibilities. So, all right, how, how can that look in terms of coaching that's not one-on-one? Or you can go one step further. How can I help my clients get amazing results if they never had coaching from anyone? So in terms of like the actual content you're building out for them, all right, it probably would have to be like this and like this and like this. And it's not to say that you never talk to them, but it's asking the question, how would it have to be built if that were the case? Because a lot of times we just don't ask ourselves the right questions, right? We, we think that we just kind of show up for a call with a client and have a conversation. And again, I think it's just like there's better ways of, of, of serving them if we ask ourselves, you know, slightly better questions. And I think uh, there definitely is a place for one-on-one. You know, we have office hours. Right? So if you want to book in a 20-minute one-on-one with me, you can do that every other Friday. And you know that's great. But I also think that if we had that every day, I don't think it would be as special, right? Because it's just like, yeah, I could just talk to him tomorrow, no big deal. And it's not going to, like, I feel like Justin Bieber sometimes, because when we open those time slots on Wednesdays, it's like gonzo in a second, right? And it, I, I think it forces you to really think about what you need help with in a one-on-one conversation that you can't get from me in one of our group calls. And that's good, right? Because I want you to make the most of that time and I want you to come into that conversation really thinking about how do I get the most out of this 20 minutes with Yuri? Because I'm with you guys anyways every morning, right? And I hope to do a good job even in the group context, but with giving you guys a lot of one-on-one in that context. So, you know, group coaching is... I mean, how many of you guys have recognized for your own programs, for those of you who have more than one person obviously working together, how many of you have recognized that it's actually better for your clients? Yeah, like there's there's a community aspect, right? Like there's just another layer there as is one-on-one you can't provide. So again, it's like there a lot of times people do some kind of combination of the both. We're not saying that you have to do one or the other, but just there's so much power in the group when others who have been through it can also encourage each other and say like, yeah, I was there, I was in your shoes, you got this. You know, when people are having a tough day, it's a big difference, as you guys know from being in the HVA group, to have the whole group supporting you instead of just one person saying, no, you got this. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a big difference. So yeah, I'd love to know in the chat, like how have you guys found the HBA community valuable? Not alone, priceless, emotionally supportive, positive, helpful. So important to have a group learning from others, missteps, learning from others, resourceful, solid, quick answers, the best practice partners, validating. Yeah, makes a big difference, continuously learning and growing, and it helps to get back on track and be inspired. You guys would get sick of me if I were a one-on-one coach with you. You'd be like, I don't even want to talk to this guy today. It gets so like, the other thing too is, and, and sadly they're not all here, Nicole, Pauline, Lori, Stephanie, Ashley, Nico, Michael. It's like, you guys like think about this. You have an entire team of one-on-one coaches if you think about it. If you were to hire all of these coaches individually, like you'd be paying like five mortgages almost, you know? And it, like, there's so much benefit that we're able to provide to you guys in this context. And it's like what Amelia and Tanya talked about this morning is, you know, hopefully there's some opportunity for you guys to collaborate and provide similar types of value adds for your clients, you know, if it makes sense, because there's just so much cool stuff beyond the one-on-one. And I think sadly, it's just, again, it's the model that a lot of coaches are kind of coached into. And as well as a lot of practitioners, it's like, here's how we help patients. And, you know, part of our goal is to 
help you guys first and foremost build a great business. And a great business first and foremost has to serve the owner, right? There's no purpose in you burning out in the service of others. And it doesn't mean that if you are not working with them one-on-one that they're getting worse results. And I hope that's the paradigm that we're helping you guys break because you're seeing that you're able to create a better quality of life. You're able to make more money. You're able to have more free time and your clients get better results, right? It's not because of that your clients get worse results, right? It's like your clients are getting better results and it forces you to show up in ways that you probably wouldn't otherwise in a one-on-one context. So awesome. Is that good, Bella? Have we covered everything we wanted to touch on there? Yeah. Thanks cool. for inviting me to chat. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me what we're talking. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next is if you're not already subscribed to the Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.